the expression from the music inspired me so much to take risks and it inspired damn near the whole rap game. Hello again, I'm Adam Unz. You may know me as the host of The Opus, and now I'm bringing my own show, The Spark Parade, to the Consequence Podcast Network. I speak with artists and creatives about the cultural artifacts that spark their personal interest and creativity, whether it's music, books, movies, video games, or any other kind of art. I've never spoke about it in this amount of detail. I'm suddenly going, oh my God, I'm blowing my own mind here, Christ. It's, it's actually a giant part of my life. By talking about the things we love, we share and discover insights into our personality and the things that drive us. It's just magic, really. I mean, frustrating and it makes some people angry, but I don't think anyone's ever done anything like it. I speak with people like Connor Robers, Phoenix's Thomas Mars, Chris Gethard, Helen Hong, Adrian Young, and more, so their sparks of inspiration can start a fire in you. I'm grateful for those who continue to put our history and who we are as a people in the forefront and make you see it. Find the Spark Parade wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the show. Feeling good with Duddy. That's me. Let's go. Yes, indeed. We are back with another episode of Feeling Good with Duddy. And as always, I'm joined by my brother, Jake Bushnell, and co-host... Hello! <laughs> that was weird, but it worked. <laughs> and also with my good friend, Chad McKean. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good. How you doing, Duddy? Good, man. Thanks for stopping by. Of course. Always. It's a pleasure. Yeah. So, uh, let me just give you a little backstory and on on chad and how i met him okay so first time i met chad which i believe was you know maybe about nine or ten years ago met him backstage at a concert uh i think it was the first time sublime with rome was going on tour and uh we were we were direct support with him or opening i, I don't remember but we were on that tour and uh we were just hanging out backstage and that's where i happened to meet chad and we just wrapped out for a little bit and you know he was just a really nice guy and he was doing some cool stuff and from there we just we just kept in touch for you know for a long for now 10 years we've yeah. just always kind of kept in touch since then um i would come visit him you know a while ago he was running some dispensaries yeah. some schools on like teaching people a proper way to grow and be self-sufficient you know, be self-sufficient and you know he was he was teaching people you know the proper proper way to, to run it and you know just through all that we became friends and you know every time we would hang out he would always send me off with a nice little <laughs> gift pack of just could feel like a pound of weed so you know like a cat yeah. i came back many times <laughs> but yeah so that's kind of how i met chad and you know just going in to this episode and just kind of the, the undertone of this show is we always like to have some sort of subject, you know, just about feeling good. And just, you know, this this episode, we're going to kind of talk about just be nice, you know, just be nice to people because you never know where that relationship's going to go. And, you know, if if you treat someone, you know, disrespectfully right off the bat. You know, the chances of you guys growing a relationship together are very slim and, and you never know where it's going to lead you because now 10 years later, Chad hit me up almost as just a favor. Like he's like, hey, man, uh, you know, me and me and a friend of mine, were putting on this contest and we're going to have all these people submit their their demos for unsigned bands. And we're going to, you know, try and choose a winner and give them a, a full record deal, you know, and really pump someone and just try and help an unsigned artist. Would you come in and maybe just do like a little promo video for us? I was like, sure. So I headed in, 
to this meeting with them to do this video. And when I walked in, it happened to be in like a really nice studio. And in that studio, I saw there was, you know, a place that they were obviously running podcasts out of. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's cool. You guys are doing podcasts. Yeah, man. W- would you ever be interested in doing one? It's like, actually, I've really been thinking about doing one lately. So, you know, full circle into the subject of what we're talking about. Just be nice to people because you never know where it's going to lead. We weren't nice to each other because we thought it was going to further our careers in any way. It was just being nice. And now 10 years later, I'm still hanging out with him. And he gave me this amazing opportunity to start this podcast. So, you know, just be nice because, look, you never know what can happen. Yeah, man. Actually, we, we feel very fortunate to have you uh, have a podcast here, so it's a symbiotic <laughs> situation. Uh, but something really cool about Duddy is um, I have a, a stepson um, that I raised that was a uh, fire victim. He wasn't even supposed to survive, and he ended up losing his voice, and he had a trach, and he had, like, you know, burns all over his body, scars all over his body. And he was a kid that sat in the back of the class when I met him because he had kind of gotten to the point where he's like, I'm just going to be the kid to play second fiddle. And when I met him, it was about a couple years after his fire. And I said, no, nah, dude, that's not going to happen. You're going to sit in the front and you're going to use this to your advantage. There will be no disadvantages. And this is one of the most well-adjusted young men I've, I've ever met in my life, this young man. Now he's, he's, he's very successful, owns some properties. And one of the things that I think was major in that development of, of him becoming a you know, man is I was able to bring him around you at the studio when he was really young. We have a picture um, that we're going to put up. And, dude, when you're a teenage boy at the local high school and you get to hang out with Duddy and Jared at the studio and they're recording an album, that's one of those things that forever puts you in a direction that would otherwise have been different. And so thank you, bro. You know, I, we talked about that before, but that's huge. That was absolutely my pleasure. And, you know, he's an awesome kid. And yeah. just to know that, you know, we affected his, his life in a positive way, Yeah, it, that's amazing. He really got into music after that, man. It was awesome. The Dirty Heads, are, they're funny like that. Like They're cool like that, You guys yeah. have a, a, such a loyal following, but you, they're so accessible with all the meet and greets and obviously the Wileys online. I think the Dirty Heads affect their fans. They're in, very humble. In a super deep way, maybe more so than a lot of other bands. Absolutely. They're very humble, um, and, and they know how to be nice to everybody. They're just be nice. nice. It's, it's so simple. Just be nice. I didn't used to be nice. I used to be a total, like, I, I had a band. You know, we talk about all the time. I was, I was, I was just a hothead, dude, you know, and I, and I didn't know how to act. And uh, it's so much easier just to be nice. You know, I used to walk around with a frown and be like, why is everybody giving me attitude? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> you're, you're giving out attitude, yeah. you know, and you get, you get. You're, it's a, all about law of attraction. It's all about law of attraction. So, That's true. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that being said, you know, just be nice to people because at the end of the day, you don't know what that person's going through. You don't know uh, where that relationship can go. It can be, it can end up being one of your best friends. It can end up not being a friend, but maybe just someone who could help further you in whatever path you feel like taking. So just next time you're out, just think about that in your head a little bit and just be nice to the next person you meet. Just, just randomly just be nice to someone and see what happens. Cause I guarantee you it will be something positive. It's easy to do, too, and it's something you can control. In the world where we complain about everything we can't control, you can control that. You can. Yes. And if you do that, I guarantee <laughs> you're going to feel oh. good, okay? There's no way around it. You're going to feel good. Much, I'm just sorry. Much guaranteed. You're going to feel good. Yeah. And you know what Ooh. also makes me feel good? One of our sponsors of today's show, yeah. which is... Whiskey. Proper, Proper 12. 12 whiskey. Proper 12. Conor McGregor's whiskey. <laughs> so, this is amazing whiskey. Uh, I, 
Yeah, Jake, will you purse up some while I sure. step on my sunglasses here? I'll take this okay. opportunity to be nice. Um, thanks, <laughs> Jake. Shots. You know what? Who knows Today. where this relationship can go now? That's Someday right. Today's episode might... is brought to you by Be Nice and yeah. the letter 12, or number 12. Dude, but yeah, you just I, turned I, Russian. I, yeah, that didn't sound like him at all. Oh, man, I didn't know I have to do skits today. Okay, so he's oh, not shit. coming on the show either. Check him out. Okay, Pink's out. Uh, who was else? For the second time today, I spilled yeah. the whiskey on the table. Oh, okay, so yeah, so proper 12 whiskey. Check it out. If you haven't oh. tried this, I recommend it. It's really good, and it's it's just a, it's a delicious whiskey. Check it out. Boom, proper 12. And then we're going to take these shots really quick, and then, yeah. Let's get a pill. Clink, 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 clink. clink. That was a large, large <sighs> shot, Jake. Heavy pour. Wow. I'm really okay. nice. So nice. So, so nice. And then next, you know, we also have one more company, uh, Koi CBD, an amazing product that I do use daily. I love it. Uh, if you're someone out there taking a lot of pain meds, just try this. Give CBD a chance. See if it, you know, helps you with what ails you. And it's a lot healthier. Uh, helps you with pain. Helps you with inflammation. Can help you just take a little bit of stress off the day. It's an amazing product. KoiCBD.com. Go there right now. And at checkout, put in code DuddyB and you will get 20% off. Yeah. It is so much more than 10%. It's twice as much. That's awesome. You like that? That's math. All right. So that and being said, check out. it out. <laughs> yeah, check uh, that out. Uh, and then last but not least, another amazing company that we've been working with for a lot, a long time with the Dirty Heads. Um, we have our own pens with them. Great people, great company, great product. Sticky Vape. Make sure you check it out. I love these things. I have one in my pocket at all times. So, StickyVapes.com. Check it out. Convenient. Yeah. Use them in a movie theater. That's what I do. Really? Don't. Uh, I shouldn't say this, up? but I fucking use it on airplanes. Do you go, oh, do you go in the bathroom or you sit in your seat? It depends who is sitting next to the me. The Mile uh, High Club. Yeah, you it, I've, do done it. I've looked itself. over at the person next to me before and just been like, there ain't no way this motherfucker's Karen. And you know what I do is I just put it in my in my sleeve and I just go. Nice. Like oh, wow. that. That's and then the I move. take my other sleeve and I go. And just oh. in there. <laughs> Nobody and you knows. got you got a toilet paper roll with some bounty sheets in there you that you blow oh, it. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, so, and, uh, that's smooth. Yeah. And if you but, ever see me on a plane, I'm not doing it then. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, but I just learned something amazing as I was talking to Chad mm. right before we started this. Mm. And he filled me in on something that I had no fucking idea. Mm. And <laughs> I wasn't the biggest fan of Chad's for for at first, before he met me for a certain reason. What was that reason? Uh, well, okay, Wait, so... you mean Chad wasn't a fan of you? What did Is I say? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. You said I, you weren't a big fan of Chad. Did I say that? I don't remember. Why well, did you hate Chad, dude? I it's didn't know Chad, so what I... Good. Yeah. We'll go back. Okay. <laughs> what I so, meant to say was yeah. Chad, Chad had some issues with me, so why was that? Okay, so I had a band back in the day, and, um, you know... We kind of realized at a certain point, okay, we need to get jobs, you know, because it's not going anywhere. So we, but we would, we always had the hardest time with getting a drummer. I don't know if that was like everybody's issue, but, but the drummer was, we would always just go through drummers. That's a very important part. So we was, my, my guitar player who was like the go-to guy, he was like, you know, you always got that one guy who just does more than everybody, you know, he's like, I'll do the flyers, you know, whatever. That this guy would always go to the, the, the uh, guitar center drum off. If you're ever looking for a drummer, go to that, the, those are amazing. And they have amazing drummers here. So we found this kid named Matt who won it. We're all stoked. We're like, yeah, we're some old dudes. We got this young kid that's killing on the drums. And we're playing with him for a few months. And he comes to band practice one time. He goes, hey, 
uh, I can't play with you guys anymore. And, you know, we, we kind of, I mean, dude, you'd you have to be, a, you wouldn't be very nice if you were like, oh, this messed up, dude. You know what I mean? Because he's a young kid. You want yeah, him. Yeah. And he's like, we signed a deal. We're like, fuck yeah, bro, go for it. And it was the Dirty Heads. <laughs> so I'm like, when I meet the Dirty Heads, I'm like, oh, uh-huh, this is the dude. But anyway, it was like, you know, animosity, yeah, you know, jealousy. Jokingly, jokingly. Yeah. And so, yeah, jokingly, yeah, for sure. But I thought that was so funny when you told me that. I had no idea. <laughs> that and, kid's and a good drummer, Because I remember Matt talking about doing the Guitar Center yeah. drum off. So I yeah. think he even won. Yeah, I think he did win. I yeah. mean, it wouldn't surprise me. He's a, he's amazing. He's, he's a beast. Dude's amazing. But that's why it was so good for our band, because we played so many different genres, and he could do it. He can do it all. Well, he was like 19. Yeah, so, exactly. Bro, right? we're like when twice the oh, When he first joined the Dirty Heads, I remember uh, there was a few shows where it was like he had to play and then just go wait in the van. Yeah. Because they, he wasn't 21. And that's the only reason he was playing with us because he was getting experience. You know, it was like he didn't <laughs> yeah. see a future. We didn't either. We knew he was a kid. We were just happened to have the kid. He was a good kid. So that being said, so <laughs> there was a reason at one point in time that, you know, Chad thought differently of me. And then today, <laughs> also during this, something happened to where I felt a little differently about Chad. <laughs> we we went, all did. We went to a, uh, we oh. were, were next to the studio, there's like a little bar and we just went to go have a quick beer and just chat about the show and come up with anything we might want to talk about. <laughs> and we all ordered a beer and Chad goes, you guys got a cider? Yeah, I like ciders, man. It's like I go back to apple juice days. I don't know. It's good. I usually drink. Uh, I don't like beer. I get all bloated. It goes right to my ass. You know, honestly, <laughs> I think I might have a little gluten issue because it really does. <laughs> I drink beer, bro. I, I like, I, I'm like, whoa, what the hell did I, you know what I mean? But a nice cider. Yeah, no, I, But a nice proper a nice cider. cider. It goes down smooth. It's, it's, it was like one of those things where someone... Juice. Someone was buying beers for all of us. So they're like, yeah, yeah round of the beer. We're all going to have the same. Yeah. Wait, wait, hold on. I have a salad. Is there a cider in the house? <laughs> yeah. Confusion behind yeah. the counter. But they had one and they it was did. good. And they, they did. Had and it makes your breath smell one. good. You know what I'm just saying? Yeah, well, fair. Okay. I haven't smelled it. <laughs> it's up for grabs on that. But, Daddy, you're closer. Mm, uh, I'm good on the Lean in there. Breath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Judgment free zone, dude. Feeling good, but <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, cider. Yeah, I love cider, man. Ah, so so that's so that's cool. So you know, Chad also has his own <laughs> podcast that he runs out of the same studio. Yeah. You know, um, pump it up. Tell us a little bit about your podcast. Yeah. So um, my cast, my my podcast is uh, a kind of like a perspective from my life from my perspective. You know, I'm totally into that ancient alien, you know, stuff. I've actually those guys make some money. Uh, having their own tours. So you could go on tours with those guys to the places that they talk about on the show. Like Petra, my buddy's in Petra right now doing a tour. And it's like, I want to go to Petra. I want to see that. They're, those things are like, you know, inexplicable. Oh, yeah. And so I, I just like to go see for myself, man. And so it's kind of like that. And then the people I've come across in my life and, and we chop it up, you know, it's kind of just like, it's funny. We had an FBI uh, informant for a child sex trafficking ring on the last episode. Um, so it's had, also about feeling good. <laughs> yeah. uh. <laughs> feeling good with jake will be that that, that that episode will be that yeah so yeah and jake's gonna be on the uh the show uh this this week coming up so uh that's gonna be really good i'm gonna talk about aliens and stuff i, I have gave him some homework to do we'll see if he does it Okay, or are you, are you going to have the uh, sex track fricker in on that one as God. well? Or? No, that was that would do. We didn't plan that. We just hung out with him. Uh, he, he, David had a uh, he hired a band to play for his party, and they weren't able to play. So the guy owed David money, and he's like, "Well, let me have you do something else instead." So he came over here to figure that out, and we ended up chopping it up. And he's like, "Oh, I'm all into conspiracy theories." Blah blah blah. And I was an FBI informant. The guy's just like, "Blah blah." blah. I'm like, well, "Let's go on the show and talk." 
So come to find out the guy was uh, approached by the FBI because I guess the guy got an email. I don't know if you ever got an email like this. This guy got an email. I'm going to already say no. Okay. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Dude, you're psychic. Okay. So this guy, the guy says, hey, I got an email from the uh, f- uh, from this group in Mexico that's you know, uh, trafficking children for sex. They're like a menu of young girls. And, and I'm going, how did you? He goes, well, I was in the club scene in San Diego. He goes, and I like young, I like, I like young girls, like 20 to 25, which I thought was weird that he had to, you know, categorize that, right? I thought, okay, you're, I feel like you have to defend your, so then he goes, uh, and, and I got this email one day. I doubt that's something they're just cold <laughs> sending email. Yeah, hold on, for context, why is he on your show? Bro, because accidental sex traffic, why is he <laughs> Because I wanted to have this guy on my Chad show. Chad Jake, why does somebody become, how does somebody become an informant? Uh, oh. I, I could be wrong. I don't know too oh, so much about it, but oh, God, to get off for something you did wrong? That's exactly so right. So I'm thinking so, he did some shady shit, and now he's watch doing Watch the this. tag cast, because we asked the right questions, bro. Ugh. And it's, uh, it's, it's, dude, it's This is a good, good promo, actually. Uh, bro. Because now everyone Ooh, listening is like, you, look at that. He's, a, he's ghost knuckling. He's a ghost knuckling. Um, yeah. What the? <laughs> that being said, you brought up David in there for a second. How did you meet David in the airport? Is there a story behind that? I met David. Yes. Okay, so I met David. <laughs> and David's your co-host. David's the guy that runs all this. David right? runs David, this. Yeah, Dave, David's the boss, right? He's got, the, you know, he's the uh, in the security. And so we um, we were both went to Closer to the Sun, which we hung out at Closer. You guys yep. think you're three. Yes. And, and there's a possibility we'll be there last year. <laughs> I don't know if I'm oh, supposed wow. to say that That's or not. Awesome. We'll see. That's huge. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah, if we're not there. Fucking sorry. <laughs> okay, but anyways, not you guys you. should go to Closer to the Sun. Period. It's at Hard Rock. Plenty of rooms. Sign up. If the dirty heads are there, game over. It will be the greatest thing you ever go to, hands down. It's David and I talk about it all the time, and that's where we met. I met David there on year five, I believe it was, and so uh, I meet David. And uh, we're, we're actually, we're on the plane. We get off the plane. There's that little margarita stand right up when you get off the plane in Cancun. Right? And everybody goes there to get a drink as soon as you get off the plane. So David's there. Uh, it, we're all standing there in one line. There's two registers, and we're all standing in one line in front of one register, kind of feeding both registers because only one was taking money. And so here comes David. And David's got this little – if you ever go to a concert with David, you'll see. He's a freaking huge guy. He's a big guy. And he just kind of walks like that. Like, you know, and the more beers he's had, the little <laughs> yeah. looser he gets. I was that closer <laughs> to the sun this year. And he comes – somebody just barrels into the back of me like, Boom. And he look over and he looks at me. He goes, "Hey!" I go, "Bro, I sure hope you didn't walk through the whole crowd like that and hit everybody." He goes, "I did." He's, <laughs> he looked all he's a Game of Thrones character, it, it, dude. The guy's Viking blood through and through. Yeah, okay. he's, he's north of the wall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, anyways, so uh, David walks right up past everybody and goes to the other register, just like <laughs> cutting right in line, and he orders his drinks because the guy just goes, you know, you know, I guess I don't know. So the guy he orders his drinks and, and he goes to pay, but they go, "Oh, you got to pay at that register." So at this point, now he's walking right in front of us. And he looks over and I go, and somebody's like, oh, you cut. And he looks at me, no, no, he looked at me and he goes, it's not like I cut. I go, yeah, right, bro. And he go, and then somebody else goes, you should buy us all a drink. And he goes, okay. And he bought everybody in line a drink. <laughs> then we ended up finding out that he's going to the same, he's going closer to the sun. He got on the bus next to us, sat with us, and we became friends and just hit it off from there. So that's amazing. And see, you know what? Be nice. Be fucking nice. That's Be it. nice. Absolutely. Look it. David bought you that cider an hour ago. He's too, a nice guy, yeah. To bring it full circle. He bought drinks for all of us and you. He had a cider. Do you think that he You know what I like been... to drink then? 
<laughs> Do you think he would have been that nice to you in Cancun if you been there? Like, you know, I don't want a margarita. How about a cider? He'd yeah. been like, eh. So yeah, all, probably. Buy us all drinks. I'll have a cider. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> probably right, dude. I don't know. Do people are we that judgmental now as a society? No, we should not be. Okay, you guys are talking about being nice and you're breaking my balls you're by right having now, a cider. Dude. Well, it's we love hey, you. You know what? Yeah, know. I'm all about it's being a, nice. I know. But <laughs> if you drink cider, you're taking one of them. Now. Oh, it's, it's, <laughs> I just fair if, game. If fair game. Friends, you know what you're getting into when you drink cider. Yeah. If your friends are not busting your balls, then they are they not do. your friends. They yeah. all break my balls. I know, so, that's like, how I yeah. know the level of love for yeah. real. If your friends feel like they could be like that with you, Dude. open, and, and you're not going to take it personal, just like the clip says, it, it's all good, dude. If yeah. we would have said cider, delicious choice, means we hate you. Yeah, right? That, we that's what you said. We were like, cider? Yeah. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. Ashton, all love. Can we spin, spin that clip again? Yeah. We got that clip on just deck. Just take this Someone to heart. gets in your face and calls you a cocksucker, I want you to be nice. It's nothing personal. It's not personal. That's fucking Dalton, all right? Mm-hmm. If, the guru. <laughs> you listen to him. That's the best cooler in the game. He was a yogi before Cleaning there were yogis. Cleaning up the deuce deuce. You can't take it personal because, you know what, if someone's being a dick to you, why take it personal? Because yeah. now you're almost thinking like, damn, am I a dick? And now you let his, re- his actions towards you kind of make you feel in a certain way Dictate bad your about yourself. Yeah. Just don't take it personal. That's on that guy. Maybe that guy... Thinks he's a dick. Mm-hmm. Maybe that guy's not happy with himself, so he's like, you know what? You're a fucking dick. Yeah. You're not a dick. That yeah. guy's just having a bad day. He's in a bad mood. Don't even let it affect you. Yeah, that's right. Because his opinion of you is is just his opinion on you. That's not what you are, so mm-hmm. don't take it personal. There's another part in that clip where the guy goes, uh, what if somebody calls my mom a whore? And he says, is she? Boom. So I guess don't take it personal and then also take a step back and go, well, am I a dick? <laughs> well, that's how you're supposed to take criticism. You know, I've, I've done a lot of schooling. Um, it, it, way you're supposed to take criticism is to try to find, try to find the truth in it. And if there's no truth, let it go. Energy is going to exist. I learned this from this dude. I learned so much from this guy, Master Xiao. Energy is going to exist in your life. It's your choice if it's good or bad. And if somebody's putting off the bad energy, just walk away. You don't have to deal with it. It doesn't have to be yours. That's on them. If they want to go and put out negative energy, hey, you can't stop them from doing that. You can't. That's their choice, and they're going to do that. Yep. And you could either take that energy and get all fired up inside about it, and now you're going to probably put out negative energy, or you can just say, eh, that's actually not true. (laughs) I'm going to leave this conversation and go about my day feeling good. That's right. You know, that's it's it's, it's your choice. So don't let someone else's opinion even affect you because that's just their opinion. Who are they? Someone says something mean about you. Be nice. Give him a hug. Boom. It's hard to hate on someone who's being nice to you. So if you're nice, it really makes life. You're, you're going to encounter. There's always jerks out there and there's always people. But if you're nice, you're going to encounter people that are being nice to you. It's just a gravitational deal. Conflict resolution is a huge thing. I think we should teach a lot of things in school we don't teach. But conflict resolution is one of them. And, dude, 100%. If somebody's being nice to you, it's so hard. Like, if you're returning somebody to the store, I always tell people this. You know, I'm white. got a lot of white friends. And we have a tendency to kind of go in and be like, you know. But if you go in and you're nice, you get so much more. It's crazy. What's that saying? You, you, get, you can attract more bees with honey than a stick. That's real. I never heard that, but I love it. That's real. Yeah. That's an old school one, you know. All right. So it's the same. <laughs> be sweet. 
Be, <laughs> be sweet. That also works. Just that's like a, be nice. Yeah, that's perfect. Perfect. Be sweet. <laughs> and speaking of being nice, uh, you make oil. Yeah, I make like RSO cannabis oil stuff. Yeah. And and tell me about it because it's pretty cool because you do it for the right reasons. Yeah. So I've been doing this for quite a while. My second wife um, had some issues with cancer. And uh, so a friend of mine came to me and said, hey, dude, I, there's this stuff called Rick Simpson oil. I've never heard of it. And uh, it works great for skin cancer, which is what she was dealing with. And, and we used it and applied it to some spots and it worked and then I started getting deep into it and making it to where you could take it orally. You could take like a tincture under your tongue sublingually, uh, all kinds of different salves and stuff. And um, we're actually going to be, you know, we talked to Connors people because of the proper 12 and they're talking to them about maybe doing some type of, uh, you know, FICO oil, which is full extract cannabis oil. FICO oil, a salve that you could put on your skin and it like any type of pain, skin can't like all kinds of benefits of this. And now does that have THC in it as it's, well? Yeah, so it has THC, so it's a full extract. So there's this thing that they found called the entourage effect that people don't know about, but you should Google all this. Look, research for yourself. That's why I go on the tours for the ancient alien guys. I want to see for myself. But if you Google FECO, F-E-C-O, you know, uh, cured or treated, whatever, you'll find a plethora of information on the Internet uh, relating to how it can treat ailments that you might have. And so, um, you know, I just make all kinds of different salves, things like that people can, you know, use for... For whatever ails them. Whatever ails them, yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, we were talking with Connor's uh, people. Hopefully we can get a meeting with him and, and maybe make some staff because it works great for the MMA guys. You know, you get bruised up and beat up. and I could only imagine, yeah. I mean, and I'm sure that they're, you know, constantly looking for alternatives to just yeah. constantly pills. taking pills. Cause, yeah, pills are bad. You know, well, the entourage effect, that's what I was talking about. So, so I smoke a little bit, so, you know, I get sidetracked well, sometimes. <laughs> so, yeah, the entourage effect is what they found is, like, when all the cannabinoids work together... There's an, there's an effect I can't replicate in a lab. And it's like um, if I took your shoulder and I put it over here, that's CBD. It's nothing compared to you in totality, and you're not you anymore. Makes sense? If I put the shoulder back, now you're all you and you're a full. It makes sense? Mm -hmm. That's kind of what it's all about. And so it's just such a battle with the, you know, the legal system because of that. You know? So um, I make it for people. We're in California, so we're lucky. Uh, Very lucky. Yeah. But it's, a, it's an amazing thing. It works really well. Well, <laughs> I'm glad we're making that. I don't have a segue into this from there, but I'm just going to go straight into it. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about Tinder Man. Oh, Tinder Man. This, okay, so we got this idea we're going to shoot. Our legal team's like against us 100%. But uh, this will prove is this was our idea because it'll be dated. You know about Tinder Man? I was there. Oh, yeah. You were oh, there. Yeah, he was in the room. That weed, the weed works. Dude. The weed works around here. We spoke some good weed around here. Tinder say. Man was just a joke. I didn't even know. What is this? Moving oh, we're forward? doing it. Oh, Luke, oh, Luke wants to be the guy. I mean, Luke's going to be our Tinder Man. We've got a Tinder I'm Man. I'm thinking Tinder Woman might well, work a little better legally. I've had, two women, I've had two women offer. So you guys have all seen the movie Slender Man. So this is our take on... Yes. Tinder man. So we brainstormed the other day. We were talking, we were chopping up all of us. We get together and, we, and it's crazy. It's amazing because all these brilliant creative minds just start throwing stuff out. So Tinder man was, we're going to take uh, a, a, a profile on Tinder and he's going to be an artist. And these are all the details we came up with. This is, it was so much fun. <laughs> he's going to be an artist. Oh, dude, I remember. <laughs> he's yeah, got to be an artist. You got to have a reason to have these things. Yes, because in the van, he, he okay, he's going to be on Tinder and get some dates. And he's going to go meet them somewhere in the van. 
right? And then try to get them somehow to go in the van with him. And he's going to be in a three-piece suit when he picks you up. That's right. A three-piece suit in a beat-up old 1995 Econoline Ford van with no windows. The idea is it's a hidden camera thing. It's a yeah. prank thing. It's a prank Tinder date. It's so like punk, but kind of edgy. Guy looks <laughs> looks cute enough online. He's an artist. Yeah. Pictures of paintings. He's on a jet ski. Looks like he's a fun dude. Yeah. But when he shows up for the date, ahead of time he texts, hey, my car's in the shop. I'm going to be showing up in my painter van. I think that's, is a good, what we got. that's a great, my work van. Yeah. yeah he, has, he has like canvases and stuff. Right. So when brilliant he shows addition. up, it's You free. just put that in there. But no, dude, this is, I was there. That's this brilliant. is all. And then, um, and then yeah. And then I love she it. shows up. And, he, you know, the chick is already, she understands Hesitant. why the oh, van's yeah. here. So, But he's got the suit on. Yeah. He looks like Slender Man, but it's Tinder Man. You get it. Yeah. And the idea is hidden cameras. He's going to continue doing creepier things as this drive goes on. Yeah. And we're going to kind of see. Without giving too much There'll information. There'll be things Perfect. in the van. There'll be like maybe a ski mask on the floor yeah. and some leather gloves. But there'll be a reason. Maybe, there'll be a reason. Like why? he's in the suit because, you know, his niece, his yeah. date, you know, canceled last second for homecoming. So yeah. he was such a nice guy. He took her and, and he just dropped her <laughs> off and just barely, <laughs> you know, so everything's. Starts, so how long can she stay? in the van and she'll start feeling show. bad about all that too like oh my god because he, we're gonna go to a gas station remember oh yeah and, and he's gonna act like he's getting gas and that way we let her look around the car a bit that's, see all these that's her escape chance yeah <laughs> he goes inside and yeah. she has a second to look around the van and yeah. be like what is this there's shit? a ski mask but there's paintbrushes next to it yeah he is an artist yeah so he, you can she can kind of yeah. talk herself out and so he comes back and he doesn't even get gas he takes off Anyways, it's going to be amazing. You're going to have to wait for it to come out. It's going to be good, good stuff. I have a feeling this will never see the light of day. But Tinder Man, it's gonna, bro. a working idea. I just want you, if, if the show never sees the light of day, which it probably won't, just wrap it around in your head and think about how <laughs> Everybody fun that would, would be that. to watch. Yeah. I mean, I could just picture families around the fucking TV <laughs> on Sunday night. Just how long is fire. she going to stay in the van? Oh, my God. Is she going to make it past three minutes this yeah. time? You know, Like oh. American Ninja. <laughs> <laughs> the devastation when your daughter realizes it's not Tinder Man night. It's Tinder Man night. And you say that's tomorrow night. And you got to deal so, with that. So whole one thing <laughs> I was thinking about over the weekend about this, because we think about this stuff all the time. I was like, okay, what happens if there's like... Like copycats and all of a sudden there's like real tinder dates and they're getting in the van and bad things start and this is why this will never happen that's why our legal team is like I know uh, that you and no. our lawyer is somewhere around here yeah, right now just going you fucking idiots this is never happening yeah. <laughs> I told you to shut oh. up about tinder yeah. man you went on the podcast actually I think he's driving away right now if I can see that he just quit that's funny oh, oh man, man that's good so oh. good stuff feeling yeah. good and you know what <laughs> Chad, do you have a uh, a one time at band camp story for yeah, us? I got a one time at band camp story. Uh, Jake, you know we kind of talked about the uh, reoccurring themes on the show. Cheese is is an amazing human being. I kind of wanted to follow that lead. Um, Cheese and- was the first guest. You guys have heard that now, and and, and <laughs> when you guys heard that first episode, you'll you I talked about you. I think I said they're they're laughing in the back. There was a point yeah. in the episode where Cheese shit himself yeah. he talked about how he shit his own pants yeah. and Chad was dying I, I saw dying. him in the control room dying tears out of my eyes bro and he was so happy because I've shit my pants he <laughs> then felt a, in kinship and wanted wanted to uh, so share let's go with let's get into it yeah so we're hoping oh, this, this one time at band camp yeah so 
okay, so yeah, I used to be a different person, man. You know, I've, I've been on this whole Zen trail and whatnot. I was a little thug, knucklehead back in the day. And um, back in like the 80s, we would, um, we got this wild idea that uh, we could rob fumigated houses because you know nobody's coming home. So we'd go up under the tent, you know, we'd have them in the neighborhood. We're like, dude, we could get some shit. Because this is back in the day where you could take stuff to a pawn shop, like a TV, and that's that. Nowadays, they got tracking systems and shit. Everything's on paper back then, right? No, you don't got to think about this. And so we go up, and I'm, not, I'm in no way uh, saying that someone should ever do this. Don't try this at home. I had these two young kids, and I, I was starting to branch out as franchising this shit. <laughs> young entrepreneur. <laughs> That's how I roll, bro. I've always tried to do that, you know? I, uh, <laughs> I, um, so I, I had these two kids with me. I go up under the tent, dude, and I started, like, just kind of convulsing. like Right, I kind of convulsed. And, dude, I shit all over myself. I'm like, all over my <laughs> I'm talking bad too. It wasn't like a solid shit. It was like the runs. Oh I mean, it, no! And I'm like, dude, what the? F-? So I, I'm like, hey, I'm out of here, guys. You're on your own. I had to drive home with shit pants. Feeling bro. good. I guess that's karma. Oh, I respect that though. You're all go, guys. Leave me behind. <laughs> yeah, I'm here, dude. It's my DNA. Save yourself. <laughs> well, I think that affected my my nervous system, bro. And I was just like, you know, that's what happens to the bugs right before uh, they die. You ever seen bug? You oh know, yeah, they, 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 I, I was. I think I was pretty close. You to were that. doing the cockroach shuffle. <laughs> I was doing the cockroach. Yeah, exactly. Whew. Anyways, wow. but come to find out, you know, I, I did ayahuasca in the rainforest like five times. Come to find out, clean segue. Yeah, in, in, in deep conversations, okay, <laughs> because you get deep and honest and stuff after you do it. You know, you're in ceremony for six hours and you go hang out for a few hours and you're just like, you know, uh, reminiscing what you thought about and you. You were, somehow the story came up about shit and pants, you know, and uh, and so we started talking and I go, I think everybody shit their pants, bro. And sure enough, everybody in that group has shit their pants. Well, everyone on earth has shit their pants. Well. Actually, here's as the a thing. child, right? I have as a child. You're aged out. Maybe I'm talking post diaper. Yeah, yeah, post diaper pants. Duddy, Duddy has never shit his pants. I and haven't it, shit my pants. And I, it made a qualifier for this. If you've not shit your pants by forty, you're in the clear. So he he was he brought this up, what? and I was like, well, at, at you know, forty eight things get a little. I think there's a there's you'll a, see. Well, I think that if you shit your pants after forty, it's okay. It's more like mm, yeah, yeah. I agree. But if you shit it before <laughs> 30, it's like, oh, no. 30 or 40? Before 40. Sorry, yeah. did I say 30? Yeah, you said 30. If you shit it before 40, fucking tragedy. <laughs> you're supposed to. After 40? Stop man. using butt plugs you're, or something. Dude, huh? you're supposed to bookend your life with pants shitting. You're born and you're shitting up a storm. I just said, you know? Yeah. And then you die shitting everywhere. Like right? Bob so said, between, once a man, twice a child. We all, you know, That's true, yeah, yeah. we should be able to hold it in. So on that note, I we discussed <laughs> this. I think that if you made it to 40 years yeah. of life you and you have not shit your pants, <laughs> there, the, there shouldn't be a birthday party. It should be a party celebrating <laughs> the fact that you have not shit your pants in 40 years. Yeah, that's quite an accomplishment. Because I've, I've only, you, you said the same? I, I mean, as an, as post diaper, I don't think you never went ever to, You're never like, myself. I got a fart and boom, never? Oh, potentially, maybe you something party like that. A lot, Jake. No, you know. party a lot, Jake. Uh, you party a lot, Yeah, know. no, no. I've never shit my pants. No. Yeah. <laughs> you, never no. had a, you never had a ditch underwear before in a bathroom? <laughs> no. no. Oh, well, 
Okay, well, I did. Oh, you're, yeah, this is how it always goes. This yeah. is how it always goes. Yeah, yes. fucking hell, dude. Yes. You know what? Yes. I didn't shit my pants technically, but I shit <laughs> in such a frantic manner behind a bush that part of it hit my pants. Oh. So I kind of shit my pants. Yeah. Oh, Goddamn. I shit on my pants. That's different than shitting in your pants. <laughs> it is, because I had the wherewithal. I was, dude, I had the you wherewithal. Were giving it your own. I oh, was at a birthday party. I was young. We were playing football in the park, and instant. It was my first time. <laughs> I remember this. First time in my life, oh, I man. I went from one second being a young guy at a park <laughs> to instantly going, I am now going to shit now. And I remember I ran behind bushes. Yeah. And I pulled my pants down and I started <laughs> shitting and I stood up and part of it yeah. hit my pants. That's a, that's, a, that's a tweener, dude. You know why dude. that's different? Yeah. Because to tie back in another episode, <laughs> you did your best. Oh. And that's all you can do in life is as long as you do your best, then, you know, that's it. That's all I, we can do. What that's if you, you do, do do your best? You do do. And I did. And I did. And I pulled a leaf off a tree and I yeah. wiped it down and I fucking jumped back in the game and I probably caught a touchdown. Yeah. I don't know. I did shit myself. And Damn I, it. This yes. is a good subject to, to, to let everyone in this world know a, a little trick I've learned a long time ago. Then You don't even have to have this. If you just say this, you are VIP anywhere you want to go. You're out of work. Any excuse you needed, <laughs> you don't need any other excuse. You can go anywhere. If you are trying to get backstage in a concert and a security guard goes, where's your pass? Just go, diarrhea. And that security guard will just, go ahead. I, yeah. You will get anywhere you want in life. Call your work tomorrow and be like, hey, man, I can't come in today. Fucking diarrhea. Your boss will go, sure, man, take two days off. I don't, whatever, man. Let's stop talking about diarrhea. You know, I bet that's it worked it. for a speeding ticket. Yeah. Guess what? Yeah. It has. Dude, I have diarrhea. That cop will be like, man, follow me. <laughs> yeah, he'll get you home. I got out of a speeding ticket once. From diarrhea. Well, my son had just been born. I'm like, I'm trying to rush to see my kid. I got an escort all the way there. Security it's guards kind of like everywhere that. are going to cool. hate you, yeah, Daddy. Yeah. That's pretty cool. What? There's going to be a stream of people yelling diarrhea uh, trying yeah. to get a backstage. A stream of people? Uh, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about here. It's the There's going to be a spattering of people. So, yeah, so long story short, you know, be nice. And if you need to get anywhere that you can't get, fucking diarrhea, man. Works every time. Mm -hmm. Every time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anything else? Did we miss anything here today? I think that's uh, what, did we talk about shitting yourself? Yeah, yeah we I, did. Think, I think uh, we did. <laughs> well, again, thanks to uh, everyone over here at Reamp Studios. Let's check out the Chadcast. Check out the Chadcast and enjoy your day. Be nice to people. Be nice. And that's pretty much fucking it. Just tomorrow or even today, if you're listening to this in the morning, today, go out and just be nice to someone and see where it goes. It's probably gonna. This guy's probably gonna go somewhere. Good. I don't know. <laughs> I think that's the word I'm looking for. So yeah. And if you don't shit yourself by the time you're 40, <laughs> celebrate that. Celebrate. You get a clean undie word. Feeling good.